are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, proud partners of the Locked On Podcast Network. On today's Thursday edition of the show, me and Connor are going to sit down and talk about some of the big parts of what a victory for Arizona State versus BYU could mean for the organization and Herm Edwards' reign as the head coach. We're also going to take a look at some potential milestones that not only the school can hit, but some of its best players can also achieve. And finally, we're going to close it out with a little bit of quote-unquote expert opinions from the people in the media And obviously, me and Connor are going to give our expert opinions. Put that in quotes, too. You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. There's no better place to get all of your Pac-12 conference news than the Locked on Pac-12 podcast, hosted by Cindy Robinson. Follow the Locked on Pac-12 podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Connor Drios, always accompanied by my co-host, Richie Bradshaw. Richie, how are you doing today? Everything is amazing. And I couldn't be happier to be on this podcast with my best friend in the whole world talking about the best college in the whole wide world. Sun Devils, we love you. Forks up, 70 to 7. Technically, you could be talking to our listeners. Are you talking about me as your best friend or are you just talking about the general audience? I mean, everyone's my best friend because I'm just the coolest person ever. And I'm never wrong about anything. You can go ahead and dig through my Twitter. I've never given a bad take. Okay, well, I feel special. Uh, wonderful. You can find me on Twitter at Cedrios and find Richie uh, at RichieBrads36. Uh, make sure to give us a follow as well as uh, our Locked On Sun Devils page at LO underscore Sun Devils. Uh, today we're going to be digging into what this victory means for the Sun Devils as a whole. Uh, so we have a couple stats here from the Sun Devils athletic website, and they've got quite a few good nuggets that we're going to dig into today. First, I'm going to kick it off. Uh, a victory against BYU this weekend would improve ASU to 6-5 and five under Herm Edwards in games against ranked opponents. On the road, they would be 3-4. and four. Richie, what do you think about that? I mean, that would be totally huge. We, we saw some really good success under Todd Graham not that long ago, but it always felt like we kind of fell short of our expectations, short of that one season where... We were number six in the nation before we went up to Oregon State and blew it. Outside of that, it feels like the Sun Devils have underachieved. And maybe part of that is because we as Sun Devils fans set our expectations so high. But going into this year, our expectations were plenty high. The nation's expectations were high. They started us off in the top 25. And so far, you're 2-0. You've had two really good victories. Here's your first big test against another ranked team on the road. That's the one thing that I feel like we're not giving enough enough attention to is not only is this a ranked opponent game, but you're on the road. Since when did we not go into Oregon State? Sorry, sorry, small tangent. Since when did we not go into Oregon State and blow it? That just feels like whenever we play them. Death, death taxes and losing to Oregon State in Oregon. Anyways, uh, so yeah, this would definitely be a big win. I had touched on Herm's overall record, so currently he sits at 5-5 five and five against ranked teams. Uh, I think when we look back on Herm Edwards' tenure, I, I think obviously winning a national championship would just be phenomenal. But if that doesn't happen, what's going to define Herm's career? I think we can look at overall record, and that's great. 
But if we're including a lot of games, such as the first two weeks of the season, that's all well and good, and it definitely helps pad his winning percentage as a coach. But I definitely want to look at what he's going to do against ranked opponents. So if you can go take, I don't want to say take advantage, because I do think this is going to be a tough game for the Sun Devils. But in a game where you really need to go take care of business on the road uh, for the first time this season, uh, that would definitely help his overall record. But uh, it would only improve him to 3-4 uh, on the road against ranked opponents, which is somewhat surprising. And hopefully that's something he can improve upon over the next couple of years. Yeah, and we're definitely looking for him to continue building that resume. But if there was ever a team to build that resume with, it's this Sun Devils team. This 2021 Sun Devils football team looks like it's ready to compete for the South title and maybe even give Oregon a run for the Pac-12 title as a whole. We've talked about this defense every single week, and we've talked about this run game every single week. Not only have we talked about it, but now the nation is starting to take notice about how good that backfield is with Jaden, with Nagata, with Trainum, with White. And then they look at that defense, and uh, the darling of the show, Darian Butler, is starting to get some hype as well from the rest of the nation and the media is taking notice. So the hype is starting to come our way. Now it's time to actually live up to that hype, but more importantly, live up to our own expectations. We all know that this Sun Devils team is thinking about a Pac-12 title. They don't care about just winning this game. Obviously, you take it week by week, but the Sun Devils have a lot higher expectations than just getting a positive record um, against ranked opponents right now, especially on the road. Those opportunities will come. And right now, the Sun Devils are looking to prove themselves. And this is the perfect way to prove yourself. Because BYU has won 11 straight games at home. They're ranked now. they got a really good team. Yep, you definitely want to take care of business. So you touched on BYU's current winning, uh, winning streak at home. Uh, it's not something that I knew off the top of my head. I've seen that in, in a couple places on Twitter as well. Uh, definitely something I'm thinking about going into this game. It's not so much that that is the Sun Devils' overall goal. It is just to knock them off and end that winning streak. Uh, but that's definitely kind of a, a badge you can wear uh, after beating uh, a BYU team who had quite a bit of success last year as well as beating Utah last week. Uh, I, I think, depending on who you talk to, this game is going to be a lot closer than, uh, than maybe once anticipated. Uh, another, stu- uh, another nugget as well. Uh, we talked a little bit with Jake Hatch yesterday, who is a phenomenal interview, who is our Locked On Cougars expert here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, go ahead and give that podcast a listen as well. Uh, but we had talked about ASU's current uh, all-time series. Uh, we've moved to 21-7. and seven. Uh, Now, they haven't played the Cougars since 1998, and a lot has changed. Uh, but uh, another victory uh, for their all-time series as well. Yeah, and you definitely want to continue that kind of that that kind of streak. Now, obviously, the last time we played, we did lose that game ultimately, but you want to be able to continue to say that you own that series. And while the Sun Devils and the Cougars don't exactly have a historic rivalry, they did used to play each other in the WAC conference before ASU eventually left for what was then the Pac-8 to become what was then the Pac-10. To the Pac-12, to the Pac-24. I hope it never gets bigger than 12. 12 teams is perfect, but that's neither here nor there. BYU and the Sun Devils don't really have a big rivalry, but nonetheless, I want to continue having the bragging rights and saying that we have more than three times the amount of wins that you have against us in that series. And then, obviously, we can call up all our BYU friends and give them absolute hell about it. Not that we have too many, but, you know, the few that we do have. 
Absolutely. Uh, so uh, a little bit is going to be riding on this game for sure, depending on the coaching staff or specific players as well. Stick around for our next segment. We're going to be talking about milestone watches for uh, a couple of our star players, as well as the ASU team as a whole. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. This episode of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers at home with access to rockauto.com and right in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselvers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpets. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. You're listening to the locked on Sun Devils podcast back with our second segment. We're going to be talking about milestone watches for specific players, as well as the university as a whole. For this game specifically, our quarterback, Richie, Jaden Daniels, is only 49 passing yards away from reaching 4,000 in his career. And that's going to be done in 19 games. Pretty impressive when you consider the fact that Jaden has not really been a absolutely dominant passer throughout his career. As we've talked about before, his freshman season, he had Ayuk and he had Darby to throw the ball to. Sophomore year, ASU became a lot more predicated on the run. And now, two games into his junior year, we're definitely looking at a team that is more hyped up on running the football. This isn't a team that is particularly looking to air the football out a lot right now, but Jaden is still finding a way to remain effective and to put numbers up in the box score. Obviously, we're still waiting on that receiver to step out the way that a Brandon Ayuk or a Frank Darby did way back when. And maybe that's what's keeping Jaden from putting up serious numbers in the passing part of his box score, but either way, 4,000 passing yards is a lot for a college football player who's missed a significant amount of time. I mean, we have to remember he only played four games last year because of the pandemic and everything. So he's thrown for, if he hits 49 yards on Saturday, which barring injury he's going to do in the first quarter, that's going to put him at 4,000 career passing yards in 19 games. That's very, very respectable. That's just it. You talked about the lack of games just because he hasn't played uh, due to COVID, or at least the shortened season. Uh, Sorry, I think when you look back on all-time Sun Devils, maybe some of his numbers won't pop off uh, the box score, which is totally fine. Uh, For us that have been able to watch Jaden Daniels, uh, ideally uh, he has a good enough junior season and potentially senior season if he comes back. Uh, that we can at least kind of tell the tale of of what Jaden Daniels actually was. Moving on from Jaden Daniels, uh, a couple other milestones to watch. We're getting closer and closer to Chase Loops' all-time leader in career starts. He's currently sitting at 41, uh, and he needs 58 total 
Uh, Rich, you made a joke on yesterday's podcast about how it feels like uh, Chase Lucas was here the last time we played BYU in 1998. Uh, it feels like he has just become a household name. He's just been there forever. Uh, he is potentially a, a super senior, and I'm not sure how many more adjectives you can add on to that. Uh, but with this being his last year here, uh, probably. He is, probably. He is definitely going to leave quite a mark on ASU as a whole, especially for uh, their cornerbacks. Yeah, Lucas is a stud, and he's definitely become a fan favorite and someone that I will tell my kids about when we start talking about some of my favorite Sun Devils that I got to grow up and watch. It's so cool to know that Lucas is leaving that kind of a historical impact on a Sun Devils football team that whether anyone realizes it or not, has had a lot of really good football players come and go through that organization. We, we joke about who DBU is all the time. ASU has put in some seriously good guys. They put in Mike Haynes. They put in Eric Allen. They put in Darren Woodson. How cool would it be for Chase Lucas to solidify his name amongst guys like that? Not so much NFL success, but looking back at ASU's history, all three of those guys are in the Sun Devils Ring of Honor. It would be really, really cool to see Lucas end up getting there one day as well. Except we're talking about NFL success. we got to talk about Demarius Randall. I mean, Randall was really good for like two seasons. But, I mean, legitimately, that's another name of a great defensive back from ASU. From ASU, just not quite in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, another one on Chase Lucas. He is six tackles away, also reaching 200s in his career. A uh, couple others. We're going to touch on Darian Butler, who we talk about what feels like almost daily on this podcast. He is 12 tackles away from reaching 200, currently sitting at 188. Uh, and then also Evan Fields, who we don't touch on too much, uh, is 20 tackles away uh, from reaching 200. Uh, that would be a heck of a game if he reaches tw- uh, 200 in this game or our defensive line is not doing their job. Speaking of the defensive line, uh, we also have uh, Tyler Johnson, who is three tackles for loss away from reaching 25 in his career. And then last stat here for you, he has six and a half sacks uh, for moving to ASU's top 10 all time. Currently sitting at 12 and a half would need 19 total. Again, would be a heck of a game for him to get six and a half sacks to move into the top 10. Yeah, that's definitely one of those stats that we'll be looking at for the rest of the season. But obviously, we hope that Tyler can continue to build that resume against BYU. And the Sun Devils are definitely hoping that he can. Because if we're getting pressure on BYU's quarterback and able to flush that run game out a little bit, we should be able to rattle that offense enough to get the defense a lot more comfortable on the road. And there was a couple milestone nuggets that we're going to be watching throughout this game as well as the season. Uh, stick around for our last segment. We're going to be looking at different experts and their opinions on who is going to take this game at BYU. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Hey guys, this is Connor Drios here to talk to you about sweat block. Uh, have you ever had a situation where you are just profusely sweating? You don't know why and it's in a moment where you don't want that to happen. It could be a job interview. You are out on a date or you're just playing, talking to somebody in person. It's always going to be embarrassing and something you never want to happen. That's why I use SweatBlock. It's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. It works up to seven days per use. Uh, there is a dry shirt guarantee. If SweatBlock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews and is currently number one on the Amazon antiperspirant category. And manufactured in here in the USA. 
Wear what you want to wear, your little secret to confidence. This is a must-have for everybody's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or that hot date, everyone can benefit. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code LOCKEDON or at Amazon and CVS. The best part of the college football season is coming underway. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON. And we're back with our last segment. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. We're going to be reviewing expert opinions on the game this weekend for ASU and BYU. Uh, so we've got a couple different opinions on who is going to be taking BYU in this game versus taking ASU. Richie, I'm going to kick it off with the first one here. Hit me. ESPN uh, is giving BYU a 53.3% chance to win the game at home, according to the site's Football Power Index. Uh, what do you feel uh, about those odds? So, I'm not going to lie to you. When you said 53.5, I thought you were going to say... I said 53.3. That's a big deal. Whatever. I, I thought you were going to say point favorites. And I was going to say, I'll take ASU to cover. Because <laughs> that's some easy, easy money right there. But you're saying 53.3% favorites. And I tell you that that doesn't bug me. I would tell you that if ASU was the home team, they would be 53.3% favorites. These two teams match up really well with each other. They both have really electric defenses with outstanding run games and some passing upside. I think that this might end up being one of the best games of the whole college football regular season. I'm really looking forward to this game. excuse me, And I, I just overall... I, I think that you could not have dreamt up a better matchup and a test for both of these teams this early in the season. Whoever wins this game is going to really reap the benefits of saying that we beat a tough-as-nails football team. And if ASU does it on the road, it's that much better. I think, I, I, kind of unrelated, I think if ASU wins this game, they could launch themselves into the top 15 and if BYU wins this game, they're going to get right there. But overall, back on topic with the percentage, I, I don't take offense to that. Like I said, if ASU is the home team, I feel like they're the 53.3% favorites. In life, I would like to say I am a glass half full kind of guy. When it comes to sports, I, I definitely want to be more the, the pessimist about my team. Maybe that's because I grew up in Arizona and we only have one championship to our name in professional sports. One is better than none. One is better than none. That being said, I, I don't think if I were to have a, a conversation with someone and they say that ASU is going to smack BYU or BYU is going to smack ASU, I don't think I could take them seriously. I, I think when you have to look at this game, you, you highlighted a little bit of, of what BYU does well as well as what we do well. Uh, ironically enough, it, it's a lot of the same things, right? 
through two games, both defenses have looked pretty darn good. Uh, they have pretty good run games as well as some mobile quarterbacks with a little bit of passing upside like you were talking about. So I, I think it could be just a situation of, of who's going to do their job better, right? Who's going to run the ball better? If, if they have a stout run game, can we stop their run game as well as keep their quarterback uh, inside the pocket? I'm not sure it's going to be the case for either team. Uh, so who with their legs uh, is going to be able to make a bigger impact? Yeah, and you definitely have, what, six different options between both the teams on who's going to be the leading rusher. ASU's got four different guys, and BYU's got their quarterback and their running back, and they probably have another running back too. Legitimately, the, the rushing stats are going to be off the charts. If, call, if fantasy college football was a real thing, you'd want to start any of the possible running backs in this game. Yeah, considering it, it, there may not be a ton of penalties in this game, this game could be over pretty quick with how many times they're going to run that clock down. Let's go for a record. Let's go for under three-hour game. And ASU wins, right? Of course. 55 nothing. So that was ESPN. I love taking teams by 40 points. Let's get on to SB Nation, who has ASU winning 34-30. to 30. Uh, Nick J. Lee uh, highlights this game is essentially has Pac-12 after arc written all over it. Both teams know how to score points as the Cougars ranked ninth in scoring last season and the Sun Devils checked in at 12th overall. Uh, so that's going to be interesting since we've been talking about how good these defenses can perform. Uh, I feel like if either side of the ball can just explode, whether that is our defense stopping them uh, or their offense taking us over, it's going to put somebody in a hole pretty quick. Yeah, and I absolutely love that Nick mentions hashtag Pac-12 after dark. We're finally starting to get to that point in college football season where Pac-12 after dark becomes a real thing. For our East Coast friends, you know that watching Pac-12 football at 1 in the morning, it just hits different. I was going to say, Pac-12 after dark means two totally different things depending on what coast you're on. Like Pac-12 after dark is like 9 o'clock here, right? Yep. Versus 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock over on the East Coast. Exactly. And that's where all your East Coast bias comes from. That's why Christian McCaffrey didn't win the Heisman way back when and Derrick Henry won it. Is because when McCaffrey was lighting up the box score and set the all-purpose yards record that was held by Barry freaking Sanders. I've heard of him. Yeah. No one cared because Christian McCaffrey played his games at night. But that's neither here nor there. This is just all sorts of tangents today. But, again... Pac-12 After Dark is the best. It's so exciting, and it's it's just a whole different level of college football where you already don't know what's going to happen during college football. Seriously, you ask any college football fan what the, what the best stakes are, it's a Pac-12 After Dark game. And this game definitely stinks of it. I do like how SB Nation is only giving ASU four points. As I look through a lot of other expert opinions, I'm having a hard time finding anyone taking either team by more than six points, which just goes to show it might come down to the last drive in this game for all we know. So that's going to be SB Nation's opinion. Lastly, we have KSL, who is picking BYU 34-30. They're highlighting ASU's uh, three assistant coaches who had uh, got taken a leave of absence earlier this season uh, due to the pandemic-caused uh, recruiting dead period in which they had violations against the NCAA. So if that is going to be a distraction, uh, that it remains to be seen. Um, but it is just another uh, kind of storyline to be able to draw from this game. So the thing with that is I just, I don't believe that that's going to impact this team this year. I think we're going to see the repercussions of it in 2022 and moving forward. But right now, 
I think that this team is focused and they're bought in on trying to win right now. I don't think that anyone is paying attention to the outside noise. And even though there's plenty of holes throughout the coaching staff because of all the violations, the team still looks exactly how we thought it would, how the, how we thought they would look. Excuse me. So honestly, I'm I'm not overly worried about it. I I want to see what happens, but I still remain confident that ASU can continue to put together the strong stretch that they have. So. I don't know how much stock I'm putting into that comment personally. I think if you talk to some of the players and you ask their honest opinion about if it's affecting them, I think they're all just going to go and say that it's business as usual, right? And, and that's what you expect to hear. Um, we'll never truly know what is going on inside their heads or in terms of the locker room, all the sidelines, and, and how it truly is impacting them. Uh, but so far, we're 2-0 and we won games pretty handedly. I think with your first big test of the season, uh, especially on the road, uh, as long as this is a close game, I, I just truly don't, like you said, I'm not sure how much stock I would put into that comment. But with this being, again, their first game on the road, uh, with limited coaching staff, I would not be too terribly surprised if BYU pulls off the upset. So with that being said, that is our general thoughts uh, on some of their milestones, what the victory would mean to ASU, and then looking at some expert predictions. Uh, Stick around uh, for the rest of this week. Tomorrow we'll be previewing uh, a little bit more of the game as well as giving uh, a little bit more of our score predictions, and then we'll be looking at some fun prop bets and whether we're taking the over or under this game. Uh, Once again, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Connor Drios, always accompanied by my co-host, Richie Bradshaw. Uh, Remember to follow us on Twitter. You can find me at cdrios and find Richie Bradshaw at richiebrads36. Uh, remember to follow our Locked On Sun Devils page at LO underscore Sun Devils. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast.